0: Welcome to Every Album Ever with Mike and Alex. My name is Michael Mansour and I'm joined as always by my wearing some ugly scary t-shirt co-host Alexander Voltz. Say hello. Hello at time of recording. It is technically Halloween. It is Halloween day. This is coming out far after Halloween. Far but after, but This, this you is know. what we do, baby. This is what we do. This is, every, this is Every Album Ever. The podcast will listen to every single album in the world, one artist at a time. That's a new discography per episode and today we'll be discussing every album Bye. Audio Slave. For fans of the old Chris Cornell and Rage Against the Machine, we've covered both Soundgarden and Rage Against the Machine. It's uh, episode 70 and 7, respectively, I believe. Oh, what?
1: Yeah. How odd. Odd. Mm, Odd, odd. yeah. Also, Temple of the Dog. Temple of the Dog. People want that. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Chris Cornell fix. Yeah,
0: we, we covered... Rage is one of the first brands we covered. That's like... Yeah, nice, easy... Four, four albums. Four albums, I believe it was. And uh, for those who are nearer with us, I'm not that big a fan of Rage. Alex is. Uh, but I am a huge Chris Cornell man. Yes. And this is like, all right. This is all right. This is uh, Power Man 5000. What it's like when worlds collide. This is exactly what it is. <laughs> God damn. So before getting into any of if you want to support us, you know exactly what to do. We're not even going to ask because you know, okay? Don't. We're not I'm not going to condescend you with stupid, annoying, repeating messages of clicking subscribe buttons and following and sharing, even though I'm doing all those things right now. <laughs> uh, you could do all that. And you could also find a a, a Spotify. S- Spotify. Spotify playlist. On obviously you can find a link in the description we got plays associated with pretty much every episode that we do you find them all at every yada 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 patreon.com every album if you really want to help us you get bonus episodes early access to certain episodes discounts off merge you get to see our schedule in advance so if you're really itching to hear a particular episode you'll know what's coming up mm-hmm. and then of course Tier two gets to jump the line. So if you really, really, really want us to cover something, uh, that's guaranteeing that we'll cover it. That's the regular suggestions. Will will try, but it is it is far far from a guarantee. Patreon, guaranteed, guaranteed. It's weird being kind of popular. Kind of, and then I do like I, emphasize the kind of, but it, kind of. But in it,
1: the in the scheme of like YouTube people and real low on old, the totem
0: pole, couldn't get much lower, really. But for us, for oh, in terms of my. Personal social life, yes, yeah, skyrocketing amazing. It's yeah, brilliant. <laughs> I went to a fucking Halloween party yesterday. I hate parties. Do you? Oh, uh, I hate, and I've known I hated parties, but I haven't been to one in so long. Yeah, I thought ah, maybe it's just like a young guy thing that I was like, I was uncomfortable and didn't like the setting. Yeah, uh, and I went and I was like, Yeah, I hate this. Like, my friends are here, I can go hang out with my friends. I hate this. Yeah, I, fucking don't. <laughs> I
1: just yeah. hate parties. It, uh, yeah, you know, it's a, it's a mix. Mixed bags, sometimes I definitely prefer a uh, a good house party over, you know, a, a bar or, well, th- yeah. or a club for sure. For sure. Th- because it's
0: impossible to talk to people in those settings. It is ridiculous. It's so loud. And even, even this, this is a house party. It was fine. And I liked everybody there. Uh, it's just the party atmosphere is so not, like, I don't like, so... I get the weirdest anxiety whenever I have to like migrate from one group to a different group. That oh. that walk in between I'm like I'm going to die. For some reason I'm going to die.
1: <laughs> I get what you mean and it also feels like you're um kind of like oh am I going to insult this one group if I
0: migrate away to another group that's that's also a thing but i'm such a fucking psycho that i end up insulting everybody by just like leaving the room entirely and sitting by myself somewhere and just like I need, a, I need a minute oh yeah no i get that yeah. i get
1: that there should be there should be corners in parties where it's like this is the the quiet, yeah. The recharge so, corner. You don't have to talk. Oh, yes, yeah. it's just for the Priuses of the group. Yes, use your phone. Maybe there's something on TV. Maybe there's good music on.
0: Like in uh, like in reality shows when you go one on one with the camera. Oh yeah, you yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> you should have that. for... Man, I'm ridiculous.
1: <laughs> every 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 house party, this gets turned into a reality TV show. It might as well. You, where you have to be like, you know, I came in having, you know, wanting to have a good time, but then fucking sharon to Scott too
0: wasted i know we had a sharon last you night had a sh- and had sharon was he- a male oh yeah it was a male sharon yeah yeah but he's about to a, happen
1: there's always one always one. there's all there's
0: always one highlander uh but what the fuck were we talking about something about plugs we finished the plugs uh, and now we're back to audio slave yes okay Audio. uh, Aud- yeah. uh prior experience uh you know i they were
1: well that first album was fucking huge pretty huge yeah Uh, if you grew up around you know me and mike's ages um millennial age yeah like that first album was impossible to escape i never like purchased any of the albums um i felt like i was just kind of being Hit over the head with that group so much, mm-hmm. and it kind of felt like a consolation prize for like, oh, you can't have Rage Against the Machine. Here's so, audio. I, I like, was the same,
0: but with Soundgarden. Yeah I, didn't yeah, fuck yeah. About rage. yeah,
1: I think both fans like yeah. felt like you can't have either group. I and me- then
0: I remember seeing them on a performance, uh, most likely at Conan or something, mm-hmm. way back in the day, and I was a kid, and then I was looking at chris Singh, i was like that looks like chris cornell my brother was like that is chris cornell yeah like, why is he so tan he's so tan in yeah. this band. he's like the weirdly fake tan in this band
1: yeah he, he should have started a super group with kurt hammett as like kirk uh, yeah whatever <laughs>
0: different kirk, names kirk kirk, kirk yeah same
1: thing it is not the same thing it's the same kirk thing.
0: cobain then <laughs>
1: kirk yeah uh kirk hammett of uh you know pasty white guys who got weirdly brown with old age well
0: he's he's uh, half 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 filipino i think
1: oh okay yeah okay but yeah half Yeah. well either way when that guy was younger he didn't really get that dark
0: no no he became very bronze yes he became
1: santana he
0: grew into his bronze age yes yes (laughs) uh but yeah i uh i never listened to audio sleep i heard like a few of the stuff everywhere else, just the, the hits every now and then. And honestly, I have zero interest. Didn't give a fuck. Because first of all, I'm not a huge rage guy. Yeah. So best case scenario, it's rage with mm-hmm. But What I thought it was in my soul and heart was, oh, this is just a regular rock band which is not—that's like a a very very worse diluted version of both those bands. Yeah, yeah. And I had no I avoid, and even now I was like, I don't want to fucking listen to this. I didn't want to start this episode. Really? And I did I did come out liking a lot, a, little, a lot more than I thought I would. I actually don't I do not hate uh, these guys. I kind of like them. <laughs> interesting. Yeah. yeah. I think
1: um, now that you know these these songs are not. Well, also one I don't listen to the radio anymore because why would you with streaming? And then two the the fact i feel like two things happen with overplayed stuff you a never want to hear it again or b you can look at it with a certain fondness and actually like appreciate the song for what it is and i definitely fall in the that second category Mm -hmm. now with this band i don't i don't love them there's certain things i like a lot um, I would probably just make, like, my own playlist of this, songs. This I is like. a
0: playlist band. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't think any any one particular album is, like, beginning to end of fucking it, fan, like, a brilliant album. But there were... Because there's a lot of generic shit in here. A lot of just generic yeah. K-rock stuff. But some of the other stuff, I'm like, this is brilliantly written. This is gorgeous. This is amazing. Why is it, like, holy shit, I've never heard this. Yeah, I mean... Tom Morello is going to
1: Tom Morello for better or for worse. He Uh, definitely does. uh, He definitely shows some like he gets away from it. But sometimes when he does that, I'm just like but why but why
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, he learned I'll tell you one thing though that I wasn't expecting he learned to actually solo in this band to do yeah. actual sh- he learned to shred yeah. not that he didn't sh- know how to shred before but he didn't but really
1: more effect driven before
0: in Rage it was all effects it yeah. was like some licks with mostly effects and here there's like a lot of effects still but at a certain point he's just he's full on shredding I'm like okay okay all right I can't, yeah, I can't yeah, talk yeah. shit about him being a bad guitarist anymore yeah, yeah, it's I very th- fun I think,
1: I think it's the uh, yeah the Cornell aspect bring that bringing that out of him. And then Brad Wilk and Tim Com- Comerford. I forget uh, his name.
0: Uh, the, the bass player and drummer. The only white guy in the band. Uh, <laughs> oh, never mind. The only white guy in Rage, rather. yeah, um, What's his name. Because oh, I, I want to mention him. To, uh, yeah, Comerford. That dude, him and Chris are what shine in this band in my brain. Real, yeah. Bass and vocals are like the f- or why I like all these songs.
1: Yeah, I just like, to me tim and brad like continue their like streak of just being like solid motherfuckers at their instruments like like, these are, like, two dudes you want backing your band, and they don't ever, like, need the spa- spotlight.
0: I do think that Tim takes a spotlight for oh, I'm, so I'm many... I'm
1: interested to see
0: what songs I you think, think he's he does. Infinitely, infinitely better than anything he did on Rage. Yeah. I like, I like a lot of the writing here more than Rage. hmm And it's like... Because with, with Tom Morello's riffs, they're all pentatonic shit. They're all pentatonic, hard rock, and mm-hmm. heavy stuff. So... You get all of that, but every once in a while, you'll get a baseline that's doing something completely different, completely different. Yeah, and all of a sudden, it just opens up this whole this whole little world. Yeah, that that instead of just this one little narrow
1: riff, it is the benefits of just having a guitar, bass, and drums, where the the bass player does not get lost.
0: Also produced like a fucking beast.
1: Yeah. First two Rick Rubin. I think yeah. the third one was something some, O'Brien. The, oh yeah. Brendan O'Brien. Something, who's yeah. like one of my favorite producers. Cause he's worked with Mastodon a lot. Oh. So yeah, yeah, I'm sure he's a, a real mensch. Oh yeah. In the, the hard rock world.
0: Real, real chunky sound, real big and fat. The bass kicks your ass when it comes in. It's like, yeah, you feel everything open up like, mm-hmm. quite a bit. And, uh, yeah, that's one of those things where it's just such a high budget supergroup that obviously the production uh, is going to be immaculate, yeah, just and flawless. Then, and then much. yeah,
1: you throw the the Rick Rubin. Yeah,
0: it made sense as soon as I saw Rick Rubin's name. I was like, oh, he loves supergroups. He just he loves supergroups.
1: He, he loves like we talked about it a little bit on the Danzig episode. Yeah. How he like that was supposed to be a supergroup. Like he, ah, that motherfucker has enough power where he can just like fantasize about bands and and bring them into reality yeah.
0: oh yeah i mean he's got the clout Homeboy, he, homeboy's the fucking man yeah yeah for uh, sure but very short discography very short career it was a it was a supernova if you will did i but say that last episode i probably did
1: you probably did but probably I right will, to spring <laughs> i will say probably probably one of the more dedicated super groups we've covered usually yeah. I, we it, super groups
0: lots of one and dones this band made three albums three albums some would say three too many some would say two too many some would say three are fine i would, I would say, say one too many i, I would say three are fine they're fine they're they, none of them are awful i'll tell you that but there yes. is one that i will never go back to yes so we're going to start we're going to start now this is uh three albums first one came out 2002 last one 2006 Ooh, those are early aughts what a what an era what an error dude they all had such bad fashion sense and style They all—they like chris cornell who was like a, for most of his life just the most godly rock star looking guy ever looked awful in this bag with the fucking soul patch and the fucking tan he,
1: he was struggling with tr- drugs a i lot. imagine in i era. imagine
0: yeah uh doesn't excuse that tan though no but no no let's <laughs> get into it this is 2002 self-titled
1: I like how it sounds like a, a roller coaster oh, go- yeah. going
0: up. It does. Give it one more, one more little beep. One boost. Go. Drums are so clear.
1: It's they sound good. Yeah. Some good clams there by by Tim.
0: This intro is in my opinion the best part of the song. <laughs>
1: While well, the rest of the song's basically
0: Pantera. It's just I'm broken by Pantera. Yeah. It's such a fucking rip. I'm
2: I'm broken. Broken, 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 broken
0: I I like this song a lot now. Um, I, this is probably my least favorite song on the album. Really, I
1: um I don't know how much like post production or effects are on his vocals in this album. Yeah, I I love Chris Cornell's vocals on this
0: album. He sounds weirdly hoarse on this song. Yes. No. No. nowhere else? Yeah. Just this song. Yeah. I so, I like the, I like the hoarse vocals. I don't hate them, but I do like like the like, more like, traditional yeah. Cornell vocals. This was I was super misled because I thought like oh his voice is just gone now, but yeah, it's just it's fine on every other song. Really, I think that's an example of the bass doing cool shit. That's just hanging on the same riff. For, I know, but like it sounds solid though. I mean, we all kind of get the idea. I think we've all heard that song.
1: Yes. If you haven't heard that song a million times, you're probably very young or very,
0: very old. Yeah, exactly. That's personal favorite. Really? Yeah.
1: I'm, I'm going to give this
0: one personal favorite. Really? Yeah. I thought this was, it was no match. Like, obviously, this this felt super obvious because, one, I came out of here liking the band, which I was going to expecting to not like them at all. This uh, is a... uh very
1: interesting because obviously I think this went like four times platinum. Jesus so Christ. commercially huge. Yeah. I thought like the reviews would be like stoked.
0: The reviews were actually Pretty very bad, very
1: mixed. Yeah, very, like, yeah. yeah. So it's very interesting finding that out.
0: So it, it does a lot of stuff that I couldn't give less of a shit about, which is like, Oh, v- very regular rock stuff where it feels good. It's nice. It's not technically bad, but it's not doing anything interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but as soon as like I think as soon as what you are came on, I was like, all right, I gotta give I gotta give it up for that one. I gotta give it up for that one. All right, that is, get,
1: that is like the most uh, not sounding like rage song at the at the point.
0: That is at that point. So the, it was that song. I was like, oh, they're not just rage. Yes, they're they're they can do other stuff. And by the end of the album, I was like, oh, this is definitely not rage. They are their own band. Uh, it has rage elements with all the pentatonic heavy riffs and all that, but other songs like fucking shadow on the sun and then uh hypnotize which is like really really early oh, 2000s dude
1: hypnotize like i had a little fatigue towards the end of the album i think it can be shorter but like man like i wasn't expecting like an awesome song like hypnotize towards the end there
0: the the albums that i like of these guys they all have a the, a, a bottom half that I love way more than the top. Mm-hmm. Like, as this album goes on, there's it's super long. It's like 65 minutes. It could be definitely some songs cut like I'm the Highway. I think it should have been cut completely. People love that song. I don't. Yeah. I don't love that song. It's mad average. It's a it, mad average song. That's probably why people love it. Ugh, it has some moments. The, it's but, got
1: the mass appeal.
0: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it, it, Chris sounds really fucking good on there, but uh, I think as a song, it's not that great, but <clears throat> this thing has like how many fucking songs in a row before it ends? Bring It Back Alive is fucking, is like the, my favorite of their heavy songs probably ever.
1: Some good flanger vocals. <laughs> yep, <like. laughs> yep.
0: It sounds real good. Uh, Light My Way. Fucking Getaway Car is gorgeous. Interesting. And, and I fucking love Last Remaining Light. Like I love like the, that the, whole. The back half. It's yeah. so fucking strong. Yeah. It blew me, the writing. I was like, these are well-written progressions. This is, this is yeah. actual songwriting. Nothing in Rage did that for me ever.
1: yeah Yeah. um yeah for me there's definitely i gave it personal because this is like the most memorable album outside of like you know the hits which again i think for me they fall into like okay now that they aren't being played every five minutes i can i can appreciate these songs like yeah like, especially like Show Me How to Live. Yeah, I think it's that's been
0: stuck in my head all day.
1: Yeah, yeah I think yeah. that's like the coolest single off here. For sure. e- even yeah, even like a stone. It, now that it's not in my face all the time, I can tolerate it.
0: Uh I, I I did I did like that one as well. I mean, I like all these songs, except for I am the highway. Uh wait. <laughs> it's just so much better written than I could have possibly like, I'm expecting all of them to sound like coaches. I am expecting all to sound like that. Yeah. And only some of them sound like that. And even a song
1: like, um, like a stone. Yeah. Or, even though you don't like I am the highway, um, like you couldn't have done those in, in rage
0: against the machine. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And yeah, there's
0: actual acoustic guitars in there. There's a, some actual dynamics.
1: I think it was uh very smart to not like try to bring in uh cuz originally they were going to bring in like someone like B-Real or uh, Chuck D which they eventually ended up doing. Oh wow. Uh Prof and it's called Profits Rage, but um I think I think the the unlikely pairing of these these two groups was like
0: it's not even groups; it's just Chris really yeah. yeah and like he wasn't like he wrote a lot for Soundgarden but he, he was not Soundgarden exactly you yeah know. you still got like Kim in there Kim and Matt yeah. Ben Shepard really like opened him up yeah uh, yeah but still it's his voice that's such a it, it, it carries everything really mm-hmm. it's such a different fucking thing than the rapping it's just such a fucking different thing uh, yeah uh I mean I personally love it way more because I'm super biased yeah yeah
1: yeah, they're. I mean, they are still very much rooted in like hip hop and and funk. But um, this one is more of like a throwback to like classic rock. This is. It doesn't sound like classic rock, but like the mentality.
0: It's very uh it, extremely straightforward. There's no dicking around. There's no hiding behind anything. There's no uh, indulging in any kind of experimentation or anything it's it's all just just can play rock songs yeah a whole album a whole long album of rock songs and most of them are just pretty fucking good
1: yeah yeah i it's um it's one of those things where i'm like okay i i get why this was four times platinum i get how it like checked off all these boxes for different listeners
0: a couple things that i did have I grow my fatigue for Tom Morello's shtick kind of like, hit me on here. Uh, he, he rectifies this stuff in later albums, but like Exploder, that solo is basically the exact same solo as Killing in the Name. Oh, yeah. We're using <laughs> the same kind of octave pedal to go, what are you going to What you going to It's like, the, okay, we know that trick. It's a very famous trick. We know yes. the trick. Maybe try a different trick. And then uh, in Bring Him Back alive. even though I fucking love that song, I mean, the solo is completely fucking... I wish I put a timestamp. It's (laughs) batshit, but he's not doing anything interesting. He's just making annoying sounds for like 30, 45 seconds. It's the most annoying effects. It's, It's the most abrasive solo he's ever done.
1: You know, it's funny. I didn't, like, make notes of the solos on this album, but, like other albums i made notes of well, the solos better
0: in other albums yeah here so. are the ones that are just fucking weird and like he's, he's still trying to do the, the rage stuff rather than kind of you know just going a different direction uh still doesn't ruin the song but it is the thing that i thought was a little, a little tacky but that's just who tom Morello is he's a guy who likes the pedals loves them hell yeah but this was yeah this was a billion fucking times better than i was expecting i've been going back to this
2: man
1: i I was i I was not expecting that from from mr mike minsu no
0: i I wasn't expecting it i was dreading this shit yeah dreading this but getaway car is gorgeous man it's fucking gorgeous (laughs) i love it so much uh also the last note the reason why i love songs like getaway cars so much is because Almost, almost entirely because of the bass. When it comes yeah. in, it's so powerful. It's so it's so well produced, and the bass lines are actually legitimately interesting. Like he's, if because it says each song is composed by the whole band. Yeah, if each it's just it's just say each member is writing their only their instrument. Mm-hmm. Then Tim is a supremely underrated bass line writer. Wait,
1: that's that's
0: Brad. No, Brad's a drummer. Oh, Brad. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Sorry, sorry. I fucking got my rhythm sections. It's all good. Yeah. But
0: these are like legit interesting progressions that, I, like, it's like someone said, you know what, you can't fly. Yes, P- please fly. Yes, like, i don't want to fly. And you know, started fucking get down.
1: I'm not like super big on the back half of the album, but like I'm just so pleasantly surprised
0: that you are that I'm not even gonna say much. I mean, it's not for everyone. It's I get being <laughs> bored and like it, it's pretty generic, but. Some of the stuff that works is is a uh, mm-hmm. just warm. It's just a warm feeling. So uh, now for the rest, yes, yeah, just a couple more. is not going to be too beefy of an episode, but this is a bit of a gap. I mean, compared to a comparatively or relatively, uh, two thousand five, two thousand five is out of exile. <laughs>
1: So, Coaches Part 2. Yes, yeah. which I think fares better. Well, I mean, Coaches still
0: slaps, but uh, no fell the I'm not big I, on the song. I don't, don't know how song so much. I think it's like the, in terms of uh, opening tracks, it's as safe as you can get.
1: Yeah. Um. I think, I think the verses work better than the courses on the, on this song, particularly. let to it. Because I already forgot. Yeah, like, I'm all for this part. And then.
2: Damn. Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: Right. I, I get it being an opener, but it's just not for me.
1: so this is like the weirdest i think one of the weirdest albums
0: i've given best to worst least favorite really holy easily. shit easily easily no way no way holy like, shit you gotta defend this one i will never go back to this one it's, it bored the fuck out of me what the fuck mike <laughs> so like
1: man like these accolades were not easy for me because I it's three albums and then like The first one, I feel like it has some some excess fat on it. But like I think start to finish, it flows the best.
0: I can see how you as an album. So is it more is it more memorable? It is entirely less memorable. I remember none of these songs, and I just heard it for like the third time today. (laughs) (laughs) Most of these, so there's a couple things that bother me. One, they're all way more samey than the first album mm-hmm. they're, they're, they're relying way the songs flow together but it's, there's less diversity within the songs the second thing is oh shit i forgot my second point god damn it god damn it <laughs> oh well you know, uh, i'll shut my own point
1: yeah um so yeah i guess things i like about um uh, like, i i remember okay I remember. go for it uh
0: it really really reminded me of rage's progression as a band where the next album you're expecting is this, this this kind of step forward and it's barely any step in any direction it's basically I, the same style exactly i disagree
1: i think it's like the the rage guys expanding a little bit i think that it's a little more rooted at time obviously no one's gonna listen to this and think folk music but like at times uh, especially for a song like it doesn't uh oh it doesn't, doesn't remind doesn't me doesn't remind me there's some folky elements in there it's acoustic it's, it, it's, it's fun it's very like 70s rock but yeah i feel like there's a lot of like unconventional for the rage guys in here there's like some some like p-funk like parliament funkadelic elements on here and yeah i'm oh man i'm surprised you don't like because like heaven's dead could be a
0: temple of the dog song it's night night it's nice it's very i was gonna say light nice light and nice yeah 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 (laughs) it's very light and nice I don't like the way it's written i like parts of it there's a parts especially as it goes on like toward the end there's a lot of elements like that's very very nice that's Mm. very pretty uh but as a full song just felt like uh i'm I'm getting bored damn uh i don't it's i think it's still one of the better songs i actually do really like the worm the worm the worm
1: i like the one two punch of the worm and man or animal um it's some of the like like the first albums way like way harder than Mm. this one and those two are some of the more like oh yeah for sure heavier hitting stuff and then uh man on a man or animal those are some nice nice tight snare rolls by brad
0: i didn't even notice that i was his
1: i mean it's it's one of those things you hear in music where like a good like snare roll build up i think i think people just kind of take it for granted because it's there but like Man, a good one. Especially uh-huh. yeah, it's a former that's a good snare roll. I, I I love me a good
0: snare roll. Right on, right on. Uh I I think I liked Man Animal more on multiple lessons, but uh did overall didn't do I found it that kind of uninteresting. But the, the what i really didn't like is starting from yesterday to tomorrow kind of onward first of all i hate that fucking song it's i, love, so that song. It's I so fucking love that song it's fucking love that song i think shit. everything
1: about it is cool I, holy shit <laughs> uh, well i'm just gonna play a little bit
2: yeah i think
1: <laughs> i forget the way the stuff comes in but i was like cool vocals cool bass cool guitar cool. like it's this mm-hmm. It's very cool. It's it's more like mellow. It's not relying on being like this big like coachies like song. No,
0: it's definitely different. But uh, it's the writing.
2: The, the only song
1: on here that like really got on my nerves is Be Yourself. It comes Oh yeah. It comes across as so like hokey and corny and you know, uh, yeah, uh, su- support I, the message of that song, but the execution is just.
0: I didn't mind it when I first heard it, but it, everything on second, like, like again, it's like one of those things where like, I can't say it's awful, but I don't like it. That's how I felt about a lot of this. Yeah. Like, it's not bad, but I, nothing for me. It just felt so so generic. Like I hated the the writing. Felt like every I, I was expecting every song here, whereas the last one I was not expecting it to go in places that it went. But like dandelion, I think is rough i thought number one zero was okay at first and then i heard it again i was like i died now i i <laughs> i I, lo-
1: I like number one zero a lot i kind of wish it was more like mixed like maybe in the front or the middle uh middle of the elbow because uh-huh. i much like yesterday to tomorrow i think it's just like a really cool song that can maybe shine a little better in, in, different with different context. place yeah right.
0: the the curse. As a closer, that's that song kind of summed up how I feel about this whole album. That's cr- it's like it's fine, but compared to this style, what they did in the last album, it just felt like a completely watered-down version of it. Uh, it's it's fine. I, was, I, I liked it even less on multiple listens, but... Mm. Uh, yeah, this is the, the only one that I just I couldn't bring myself Damn. to be interested in at yeah. all.
1: I wasn't expecting that, because... This
0: is Uh, completely different picks. That's uh, so
1: yeah. I was yeah. I because I I finished listening to it and then it's also more of a new experience where like that that other album has so many fucking singles on it. Yeah. Um. Where this kind of felt like a you know like I'm experiencing it a lot of it for the first time
2: Mm -hmm.
1: and um. I yeah, I didn't really have too many complaints about it, and I, I almost struggled if I should give it best, but um, yeah, I think in terms of a, a start to f- start to finish, and in terms of of playing and, and execution, it's a pretty. I don't. I I was surprised. I was surprised. Imagine. Because also, none of their albums sold as good as oh, that, I imagine first, that first album,
0: especially with a three
1: year gap. It seems like, a, oh, in the mainstream rock world, that's like an eternity,
0: decade, yeah, yeah. ridiculous. <clears throat> but they got one more, yes, they do. Yeah, one more. So yeah. let's get into it. This is I'm buying time now, uh, 2006's Revelations. <laughs>
1: They made up with that uh, with that gap by back to back. Back
0: to back. I like this opener because it doesn't feel like coaches.
1: <laughs> yes, it's uh, again some of, some of that more. Um, like
0: Sly in the Family Stone or or P Funk. That is a good repetition of a lot of the album. Yes. A lot of fun. fun Yes. By the way, uh some of the worst album covers of all time. Oh yeah, the, the worst the, album the covers. The first one's cool. The first one's neat. And then the rest are just like awful. garbage.
1: You're just using stock photos uh, yeah, off of Google or something photos yeah Why
2: don't you help me? Don't you
0: I love this chorus. Like, if, if you were to tell me this was a Chris Cornell solo song, I would have. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, this has, has no rage in it at all. Yeah. I mean, this part. That part a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So, say it.
1: Uh, worst, least favorite, and it kind of falls in. To a category where I'm just like dealing with limited amount of albums. I don't think it's that awful, but like out of the
0: three, it's like I said, my least favorite. This was on track to being worst, and then the back half. The back half got you again, dude. From Broken City, which I think is one of their best songs. From that song onward. Uh, I mean, I don't love some days, but it's fine. Uh, but for the, the rest of the album, I'm like, okay, this is, I love, I love, I like these songs a lot. These are, I like them almost as much as the first album. Damn. Broken City, I think is fucking so goddamn good. Damn. I'm, I don't do this a lot, but I'm actually
1: going to listen to the, the playlist. Oh shit. When it comes out. Cause I want to, yeah I want to hear like, uh, the, it, In light of knowing how you feel about them, I will. Yeah, I want to revisit them. I'm excited for that. I'm excited. Well,
0: because a lot of like, one of the same. It's like it it throws in some of the funky stuff, but it's like uh, it felt really boring and again generic.
1: I like the funk elements on there. I like
0: and I like his voice on there. sounds sounds good to me. Uh, but Broken City was where the funk elements got me because at first I was like this is
1: sick. I, I I think we're in agreement that that is just one of the, like the weaker week weak, what oh what broken city
0: yeah that's what, my favorite song oh sorry <laughs> I, I
1: missed her yeah, sorry you
0: no know, that's that's because that was where the funk elements finally got because that that chorus is like oh this is like some that, frog rock shit what the fuck yeah I, I don't that one felt like i mean i'm going back to it i'm gonna uh, put put on it yeah, because yeah. that that chorus is just it's too fucking good that bass that's what i mean about the bass lines like that is a wild bass line
2: My city.
0: So here I'm like, all right, whatever. Oh. It's, just, yeah, it's groovy. I don't care much yeah. about, But it's like, when I tell it gets nice, it's, a, it's shit you would hear in a fucking espionage movie or something. <laughs> but that chorus comes in super dark.
1: A lot of their songs sound like they can be in, in movies. Yeah. Which, uh, like Ocean's Eleven.
2: That
0: bass line, dude. It's brutal. Oh, I want to fuck with this. God damn, that's so good. So, basins like that are, are, I think, are the absolute highlight of this, this whole also, album.
1: Also, I didn't even know this album existed because I don't think anything really, like... It's so interesting to have this, like, huge platinum-selling supergroup. And this album is, like... Completely forgotten? Yeah. Well, I don't want to say completely, but... Yeah,
0: Chris did leave like immediately after it released. Yeah, that,
1: that's probably part of it.
0: Uh and then they broke up like almost immediately after that, which is I mean, as you should, I guess. The, the year after. Uh was it the year after?
1: Uh oh seven.
0: No, no, he left in 07. Oh, it's well, yeah. his split later the same year. Uh but anyway, um Where where was I where was I going? Uh I guess sound,
1: sound of a gun is in a Interesting song where again didn't do it for me at all. That's kind of doing the uh, opens with power and then it's uh, not quiet loud. It's loud, quiet, loud, loud, quiet,
0: loud. Yeah. Uh, I actually do very much hate original fire. <laughs> it's it's so it's very sixties. It's got the hand claps and everything. Yeah, yeah not for me. It's, I like sixties, but
1: not that it's song. so weird because like there's nothing there's nothing wrong with Cornell's voice, and I. I would like listen to these tracks and be like, I, I actually like them. And he's not like singing bad or wrong, but and the like the attempt is there, but I this think like it would work a little better with a different singer,
0: this funk stuff. Interesting. Cause I really ended up liking Jewel of the summertime a lot by the end of it. I didn't like it at first, and then as I kept going, I was like, "This is pretty fucking." Right. And then I kept going back. I went back to it like a few times. After yeah, that. Uh, I actually do like it. I think it's one of their most interesting songs. The funk stuff is—I don't hate it. Yeah, the Ju- Jewel of the summertime
1: was one of the songs that, for me, fared a little little better in the in the
0: back half. Or. Um, whatever it was. I was okay with Wide Awake. It's real emotional. It's got some decent progressions, but it's not one of my favorites. I did Moth. very, very much l- I love Moth and I love Nothing Left to Say But Goodbye. I love yeah. Moth. Back to back too. They oh, they, they flow into each other very nicely.
1: Yeah. I think again Moth was one of my songs I liked more towards towards the end. So it's solid closer. It's 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 really not an awful it's not an awful album. I just
0: I, I will go back to the second half of this album a lot. Uh, I'm not touching that first sure. half <laughs> pretty much ever again.
1: Yeah, I wasn't expecting you to really come back to much. So I'm this like, I'm blown blo-
0: away that I like yeah. them at all.
1: Yeah. It's really it's it's
0: it's wild. Yeah, I'll take the the victories where I can where I can get them. Oh man. I'm I'm also like so biased Against anything released in the early two thousands, because it was such a horrible time period just in the world For music, of music. Yeah, yeah, it's just so bad. There are obviously exceptions. We have a bunch of exceptions, but like the famous stuff, I I was so not uh on board with any of that as a kid. Yeah. Um.
1: So yeah, like we said, they broke up in '07, and they would do a one off show in 2017, and uh, yeah, it's just kind of crazy how i think i think cornet this speculating this seems like he kind he he knew he didn't want to be in this world any longer and kind of had a bucket list he's like i'm gonna do one last audio slave thing oh
0: with with his
1: career i'm gonna do the temple temple dog. dog thing and like he kind of career-wise seems like he kind of ends. yeah so i i don't actually know that who knows but it's it kind of is what it feels like and it's there's a very like cruel sweet thing about this kind of like here here you guys go
0: (sighs) it's devastating and sweet goddamn that man was a gem uh,
1: would you say he's a jewel
0: of the summertime i would not because he that tan was awful he spent too much time in the summertime uh but short and sweet episode yes delightful plenty of surprises for mike oh yeah yeah uh
1: but got, i knew your love of cornell would uh
0: here's here's the other thing i'm really not looking forward to solo stuff I oh, am yeah, i'm <laughs> definitely
1: not it, I, I feel like we started off in like like i this wasn't like huge on him i didn't like dislike it and then like through this podcast i'm like excited to like kind of put a a bow on on his his career and like yeah hell yeah
0: like i don't know i don't know it's just like i don't know feels really fulfilling it it does i'm glad to feel that way that he's, he's one of the fucking greats goddamn yeah in a very very varied career i know
1: what a career too like um you know we've we've done three out of his four things so i'm like i'm very interested in what his solos because i haven't heard too much of it maybe like one or two songs yeah, so i'm yeah, like yeah. very interested in the the waters will, he'll he'll take us
0: in his solo career one thing is for sure: if it's bad, I will not hold back. No, yeah. I love him so much, but if I don't like it, I don't like it.
1: <laughs> but yeah, all three bands we've covered so far, are this so wildly different. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So yeah, what what? Uh, I think even if people don't like certain aspects of it, like yeah, what a crazy career he
0: had. Plus, I think his his voice is fairly universal. Like if mm-hmm. if you don't like his singing, you probably don't like singing because <laughs> I do <don't, laughs> what, what's there not to like. Yeah, uh, but do a little recap uh all right personal
1: favorite self-titled album man what a crazy huge album um best out of exile start to finish uh i think it flows the best maybe not the most memorable but interesting and start to finish works the best for me and worst least favorite revelations I did not feel like there were too many memorable things on there, but it's not, it's really
0: not a bad album. This is it is not the game we play. Indeed. Best personal favorite self-titled. I went in expecting to hate it, came out liking it. So that's, a, that's pretty uh, impressive feat. And out of exile, worst least favorite. Uh, the only one that I felt wasn't memorable. Which is means nothing. Then we have the completely opposite opinions, which means you're probably not being helped in any way. <laughs> Let's yeah. do it if you want.
1: <laughs> yeah, you guys
0: can uh, pick Team Mike or Team Alex yeah. in the in the comments section. And fight with each other for a change instead of us. So, instead of us, yeah. Uh, but thank you all so much for listening and watching. We very much appreciate. it. You know what to do if you want to help us, support and all that shit. Uh, go ahead, and listen to our Audio Slave playlist. You can find a Spotify link in the description. Uh, I think that's going to be very fun to pick out because. Probably the most unique, uh, I don't know who else does this,
1: but probably the most unique audio slave playlists ever assembled.
0: It's a, a You know what? I will take that. Yeah. We are the most unique audio slave assemblers of podcasts yes. playlists <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, and also uh, you can uh, support us on on the Patreon, Patreon.com/slash every album ever, bonus episodes, early access certain episodes, discounts off merch. Uh, you can see our schedule in advance, and of course you get to jump the line when requesting an artist for us. Uh, so go ahead and do that. Uh, you can follow me on Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, everything at Pander You can follow Alex on Instagram, Mother puncture. Hell yes, and I believe that is. It. Yes. So oh yeah, go check out the Sun Garden episode and the Temple of the Dog episode and the Rage episode, which is before we had video. So if you're on YouTube, you gotta go to the Spotify's or the Apple for those earlier episodes. But fun.
1: Yes. All right. I was not expecting this, but, but my heart is so warmed.
0: <laughs> oh, he's graciously in a Halloween miracle just uh, handing me uh, the to- the playlist i I was like whoa song
1: whoa i'm probably gonna pick last song today but uh man if that's the case
0: hmm if that's the case uh, i got uh, you don't love it
1: it, no do what feels good do what feels
0: good i gotta go getaway car go for it i just love it so much go for it so uh, thank you all so much for listening and watching see ya